0: Welcome to the BrewToon Podcast, giving you the best pairings of craft beers and music on the internet. Stay, Stay connected. connected. Stay Brewtune. Welcome to episode one of the Brewtune Podcast with Andrew Reschman. It's Veterans Day, so I thought I'd give a quick shout out to all of our veterans. Thank you so much for your service and support, and thank you for protecting our freedoms so that we can live in this great country. In this episode, we're going to be pairing the band ACDC and the craft beer 21st Amendment back in black. So I thought I would give a quick overview of why I'm doing this podcast. Reason number one is I think music and craft beer are among some of the greatest things the human race has ever created. Reason number two is I really love music. It's a very important part of my life. It helps me escape. It helps me de-stress. And I just in general enjoy finding new music and exploring new music. Reason number three, I really enjoy craft beer. It's a very fun hobby of mine, and just like music, I enjoy exploring new beers and trying new ones as well. Reason number four is I think the process of making music and craft beer are very similar and that they're both art forms. When you think about it, a craft beer recipe is kind of like a song, and you use the ingredients in a craft beer recipe like you would use instruments in a song. So like when you're malting, you're mashing, you're boiling, and you're fermenting when you're making the beer, it's kind of like tracking and recording a song. And then when you're bottling the beer and then you're aging it, that's kind of like the post-production part of a song. You're editing, you're mixing, and then you're ultimately releasing it. So we're going to jump into our next segment here, music news. So according to the Guardian, George Young passed away. He was the founding member of the Australian band, the Easy Beats, and he helped develop the early sound of ACDC along with Henry Vanda. So they produced the albums TNT, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, and Powerage, and then the infamous Let There Be Rock album, and he was 70 years old. So this is just, it's really sad, um, we've lost a lot of rock icons lately. Uh, A few weeks ago, we lost Tom Petty. We lost Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. We lost, um, you know, Scott Wayland. We lost David Bowie. Uh, It's just um, very, it's very sad, but you know, um, rest in peace, George, you'll be missed. So in other music news, uh, the Foo Fighters released their new album Concrete and Gold. It's got an average of four out of five stars on Amazon. And if you want to check it out, I highly recommend it. It's on, um, check out Amazon or go on to their website, foofighters.com. Marilyn Manson released his new album, Heaven Upside Down, and that's getting very good reviews as well, uh, on Amazon. It's got 4.5 stars out of five. And, uh, if I would definitely check it out there or on iTunes as well. So in hip-hop news, Chuck D., the founding member of Public Enemy, released his new book, This Day in Rap in Hip-Hop History. It's listed as a bestseller on Amazon, and it's also getting very positive reviews as well. So we're going to jump into our next segment here. We're going to jump into the pairing of the ACDC and 21st Amendment Back in Black craft beer. So the 21st Amendment Back in Black craft beer is a black IPA. It's 6.8% ABV. And I'm going to pour a little bit of it for myself here to taste it. It's got a 3.75 average rating on untapped. And the reason why I chose this beer is because the taste really resembles ACDC sound. It's strong, it's got a very bitter taste, um, and it's named after one of the greatest albums ACD, ACDC has ever released, and that's Back in Black. So that's why I chose it, and it's a it's a it's a very tasty beer. I recommend you try it if you ever get the chance. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the brewery here. The brewery, um, 21st Amendment, is located in the historic South Park neighborhood of San Francisco. And it's located near Giant Stadium as well. So if you ever get the chance to go visit, visit it, you can also catch a Giants game as well. So in this segment, we're going to talk about the band ACDC. A few quick facts. They sold over 200 million records worldwide. They're one of the highest selling rock acts of all time. They were inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2003. They've released 16 albums. Now, I'm not a musician, but I don't think I've read 16 books in my life, much less produced or released 16 albums. I'll read through them here. High Voltage, 1975. TNT, 1975. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, 1976. Let There Be Rock, 1977. Power Ridge, 1978. Highway to Hell, 1979. Back in Black, 1980. For Those About to Rock, We Salute You, 1981. Flick of the Switch, 1983. Fly on the Wall, 1985. Blow Up Your Video, 1988. The Razor's Edge, 1990, Ball 1995, Stiff Upper Lip, 2000, Black Ice, 2008, and to finish it up, Rock or Bust, 2014. The output of this band is just absolutely incredible. Initially, ACDC, before I really dove deep into their catalog and discography, was kind of a jukebox band. I would go to bars and hear You Shook Me All Night Long and Back in Black occasionally. And, you know, I was just like, okay, this is kind of a jukebox band. But then when I started to dive a little bit deeper into their their catalog, I was like, man, this this band is freaking awesome. And when I think of their sound... It's like an explosion of male testosterone and bone-crushing power chords and riffs. I mean, it's just everything is raw. It's just right in your face, just kicking you in the face. I think the band's got some of the best marketing ever. I mean, with Angus Young is just a wild man on lead guitar. He has a schoolboy suit on, you know, and you think he looks like this little kid. and He kind of disarms you, and then he's just... He's just, you know, just ripping these crazy guitar solos. I mean, he's a he's a world class musician and probably one of the best live performers I've ever seen. So yeah, it was just kind of shocking for me when I started to really get into this band. But they are really uh, incredible. I mean, their live presence, you know, they their live show antics, uh, you know, they actually bring a. A bell an actual bell on when they perform hell's bells and brian will just jump onto the bell and and, and swing on it and, and and ring it for hell's bells which i just thought was incredible they'll actually bring uh, cannons on stage to perform for those who want to rock and fire cannon actually fire fire cannons on stage that's probably why brian doesn't have any hearing but Nonetheless, it's just crazy, incredible live performance. In my mind, ACDC has pulled off one of the best lead singer transitions in rock and roll history. I don't think I know any other band that's really done that. When a lead singer leaves the band or they pass away from a drug addiction or something else, the band usually goes away and disintegrates. But with ACDC, that didn't happen. Bon Scott, their, their lead singer, had gone out with a group of friends while they were recording their follow-up to Highway to Hell, and he had gone out drinking and ended up passing out in his friend's car and then unfortunately and tragically ended up choking on his own vomit and passing away. The band was completely devastated. They didn't know what to do um, and were on the verge of disbanding. But then they auditioned Brian Johnson on the recommendation from Butt Langer and uh, actually Bon Scott. Who had seen Brian Johnson perform before. And Brian Johnson took the reins, and that, you know, from that became Back in Black, which is the greatest uh, rock and roll, one of the greatest rock and roll selling albums of all time. In my mind, ACDC are the ultimate rock survivors. When you think about it, their initial singer, Dave Evans, was replaced by Bon Scott, who really gave a lot of energy and, and momentum to the band. Then they replaced their bass player, Mark Evans, with Cliff Williams, who was uh, a little bit better of a backing vocals guy. And... Then later, uh, Bon Scott passed away when they were recording their Highway to Hell uh, follow-up. And Brian Johnson took the reins and they produced Back in Black, which was one of the biggest selling albums of all time. So, you know, it's just incredible what the band has been able to fight through. And then even after that, you know, Malcolm had alcohol problems and stevie stevie young had to step in and 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 play rhythm guitar with the band and then later on uh phil rudd had issues and he was uh kicked out of the band and simon wright came in to, to to fill in on drums and and play drums on fly on the wall and uh blow up your video and even after that they got another drummer they got chris slade who who uh filled in on drums for the the Razor's Edge album, which really brought ACDC back into the limelight in the 90s with hits like Thunderstruck and Money Talks. So uh yeah, I mean just tons of lineup changes, but they were able to power through and and, and even more after that, um, because they went back to Phil Rudd and then they produced Ballbreaker and Uh, stiff upper lip, and then Phil got into some legal trouble. He, I think, tried to have somebody assassinated or murdered and then got caught for drug possession. So they removed him from his drubbing responsibilities, and then Malcolm uh, was diagnosed with dementia, so they had to find a replacement guitar rhythm guitar player. So they went to Stevie Young again, and uh they kept going for the 2016 tour and I was going to see them in March 2016 but then Brian lost his uh hearing and had hearing problems so they went to uh they went to the lead singer of Guns N Roses Axel Rose and I'm not going to hate on Axel Rose but I just didn't want to see him I wanted to see Brian Johnson and and the original crew or most of the original crew so I I didn't end up going to that show, and I ended up uh, getting a refund for my tickets. But nonetheless, my point, ultimate rock and roll survivors. I know I've been rambling on about ACBC and the 21st Amendment, Back in Black, but I'm going to list out my favorite albums like this. Powerage, Highway to Hell, Back in Black, for those who want to rock, Razor's Edge, Ballbreaker, Black Ice and Rocker Bust. Check all their albums out, but those are my favorites. closing, thanks for listening. I'm going to be creating a BrewTune playlist on Spotify for this episode. Also, I'm going to be doing a album review for Back in Black on my YouTube page, Rotunes Reviews. If you guys want to find me on Untapped, my username is BrewTuned. Also, I'm going to be uploading these podcast episodes to my SoundCloud page, Rotunes Reviews. And as always, stay connected, stay BrewTuned. This is Andrew signing off. Cheers.